You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. I am thrilled to have you. I'm excited about today's podcast. I want to introduce some of you to a church member you don't know, and I want to celebrate with all of us for a church member that I love. Uh, Today I am with my friend Ben Austin. Hey, Ben, so glad to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. Proud to be here. So we're going to celebrate in just a minute because, um, man, you are Mississippi's Teacher of the Year. (laughs) Can't believe it. (laughs) I know. So let's let me let me talk. Let me introduce you to the church a little bit, and then we'll talk about being Mississippi Teacher of the Year. So we're super proud of you. But uh, let's get a little backstory, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to introduce you to the church in my imagination right now, Ben. Um, there are some people that don't sit by you and Aaron. They're, they're not in your Sunday school mm-hmm. class with Landon and the rest of your group. Um, you know, they might have seen you in the hallway, but they're not sure who you are. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you've got an interesting story. So what's the two-minute version of how you made it uh, from Peru to Carterville Baptist Church, married to Aaron? Well, I think we should start off by saying I am an LSU fan. So uh, I grew up in Louisiana for a small portion of my life. I want to, I want to, pause, oh. you, I want to pause you right there. Um, I, I will accept that because, as you know, every okay. once in a while, as a Mississippi State alum, every once in a while I use the platform to say, go Bulldogs. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I want to take that um, like a big boy. Mike Hogan uh, and you know Corey Jenkins and a handful of other people are really excited to hear you yes. say that. Yes. So, all right, all right, go uh, Tigers and all that. So appreciate it. Uh, but, uh, but then you got saved. I did. I <laughs> sure did. Uh, that is true. Uh, saved. Uh, I was baptized at the age of nine, and when I was 12, my parents sat me and my siblings down in the living room and said, uh, we feel a calling to the mission field. Right. And they said, we're going to move to Peru. And so I didn't really know what to think of that, so we got the globe out, and we spun it for about five minutes trying to find where in the world Peru was. <laughs> That's right. Finally found it, uh, which really sparked my interest for geography at that point. Um, but really, God had a greater calling for uh, my family's life. We moved to Costa Rica for a year, learned Spanish, um, and a language which uh, he's still blessing with me with opportunities to speak even today in the classroom. Uh, moved to Peru and lived in Peru until I graduated high school. Uh, I went to William Carey University for my undergraduate and graduate degrees in education, as well as in social studies and history. And now I teach at Petal High School. This is my fifth year, so I've just completed my four years of teaching. And you're married to Aaron. And I'm married, yes, I am married to my lovely wife, Erin. Uh, and we have one child, Tiger Lily. She is our golden retriever. <laughs> and she is spoiled. She right is, her. completely. Well, you and Erin make a great couple. And uh, so let's, let, you grew up on the mission field, and now you're a teacher in our community. I'm so thrilled that you're teaching in Petal. It means a lot to me to have you here. You're really good at your job, and you're just named Mississippi's Teacher of the Year. Uh, hey Ben, how do you how do you get to that? Like, what does that mean? What does that award mean for the rest of us who aren't uh, high school teachers? I'm still figuring that out what it means. Uh, but to me, what it means is that I have tremendous support. Yeah. Um, I know that you know this title as Mississippi Teacher of the Year isn't because of who I am, but it's because of the foundation, the support that I have uh, pushed me to greater greater lengths. Yep. And so the process is uh, I was named Teacher of the Year by my high school, uh, then named Teacher of the Year for the district. I moved on to uh, being Final Four for the state of Mississippi, chosen as the Congressional District Teacher of the Year. Um, had a long interview uh, and a presentation in front of the Mississippi Department of Education. 
and which led to this position of obtaining this recognition. Well, that's fantastic. So I'm sitting down with the <laughs> with with the teacher of the year. I mean, I, when we're done with the podcast, I'm gonna let you teach me something because I'm sure I've got a lot to learn. All right. You know what else is fun to me is that. Um, Last uh, May, I guess, when we were getting ready for our baccalaureate at Carterville, we were celebrating the graduates. You know, and I was doing some podcasts with some of our high school seniors. I was just asking some of the students that were coming in, you know, how was it? Listen, while you've been at church, tell me some of the people that have influenced you as a disciple maker. And several of the guys said, Ben Austin, Ben Austin, Ben Austin. Because you were, you were a small group leader on Wednesday nights I was, yes. um, for the high school boys mm-hmm. for right. years. And so I just, man, I just, I'm proud of what you're doing. But I want to talk about this. So you grew up on the mission field. Mm-hmm. Now you're teacher of the year in the state of Mississippi. And I'd like to say that you know, even though you're not on a church staff, you're not a pastor someplace, you are very much engaged on in God's mission for your life. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about how you go to work every day as a teacher um, and how you excel at your craft, how you improve the lives of students. You teach them history and shape their character. Um, and you're able to carry out God's calling on your life. So... From the mission field back to the mission field. Ben, would you mind talking about that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Well, if you know any part of me when I moved to the United States, um, it was uh, an easier transition for me than most missionary kids. Uh, But it's because I had uh, my vision of what I wanted to do uh, with my profession. I wanted to be a teacher, of course, but I wanted to teach overseas. even students and our friends my freshman year of college would say, hey Ben, when are you moving? You know, hey Ben, when, where are you going next? Um, and really that, that was always my uh, dream or my thought that I was going to teach overseas. You know, I went to an international Christian school, had some amazing teachers who were there and who came in um, every two to four years. And I wanted to be one of those teachers and just go uh, and teach abroad. But it wasn't until I would say halfway through uh, my time at William Carey that I developed really good relationships, really good friends, Alan Adams being one of those, uh, close connections with the BSU and close connections with, with church. Um, and uh, I was really praying about my situation. And long story short, I was supposed to go to Russia. Uh, I don't even know if you know that. Um, but I was uh, contacted by a school in Russia, and it was an international school, and I was going to be teaching in Moscow, Russia for four years once I graduated um, from William Carey. And ends up, uh, things fell through. There were a lot of tears that were shed, uh, a lot of questioning um, that I, I began um, questioning the Lord. And, you know, well, what am I supposed to do? What, what is your, your will? What is your plan for my life? And so for me at that moment, I would say that was one of the turning points in my life. Um, point in which I realized it's not about what I know or what I think or, you know, what uh, I see as my future being. But, you know, the Lord really having it in his hands. He opened up the doors to William Carey, became uh, the graduate assistant um, and recruiter for William Carey University, obtained my master's degree, and moved me right to Pedal. And let me tell you, in my interview for, with Pedal High School, uh, I remember <laughs> them asking me uh, or encouraging me to say uh, that I was going to be at Pedal for the, not the long haul, but for more than one year. Because again, that I thought of me going overseas was, was an option. And so I said, okay, I'll give you a year, I'll give you two. Uh, it's been four. 
and I come to realize that even though I'm not overseas, even though I'm not this missionary um, at an international Christian school, this is my mission field. Uh, I get to come to school every day. I am so excited about the start of school uh, because I get to see faces, or half faces, half of the faces because of masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but I have so much joy and passion because I know that I'm doing something the Lord has called me to do. Um, there, I mean, you think of uh, the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy. I have so much love. I have so much joy, you know, coming to this uh, classroom. But then you start thinking of patience, you know, uh, kindness, all these things in which, you know, as a teacher, it's not always easy to do. You know, you have uh, times in your classroom where you're going to get frustrated, you know. Uh, I'm watching, I have a class from 29, you know, this coming semester. So a lot of kids, a lot of different personalities. Uh, there are ninth graders, there are 10th graders who have so much drama um, and so many different personalities. And so being able to be used by the Lord to touch so many different people is, is a huge honor for me and blessing, but also a huge challenge. Um, and going back to the idea of teacher of the year, you know, I'm a fourth, I just finished my fourth year of teaching. Uh, I didn't expect to get the recognition because I am so, in my mind, inexperienced. I didn't have the, the years under my belt as many of these other teachers did who were nominated. Um, but I also believe and also go back to the thought of, you know, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. Um, I'm not the teacher I am and or I don't have the impact I have in this classroom because of who I am. Um, it's because of who the Lord is and how he is using me uh, in my life and in my classroom to, you know, give high fives to every kid. Not right now, again, <laughs> yeah. with coronavirus. Uh, i got to figure out how to do that this year. Uh, but even a smile and encouragement um, to each kid uh, really goes a long way for the kingdom. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate the influence that you have on the lives of students in your classroom. Man, I appreciate the influence that you have on the lives of the students in our church. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you very much for following God's call and letting Him develop you to be excellent at your craft. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see how He uses your influence as it continues to expand for His glory, for His kingdom. You know, to continue to show love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Mm-hmm. To, to continue to show, um, I think, just the quality of the path of following Jesus. So, Ben, as we wrap up the podcast, you know, our church family's listening to this and, you know, they're all going off to different jobs. Some of them are teachers like you are. Some of them are, you know, bankers or they work in an industry or a factory. Some of them, you know, are salesmen on the road or insurance agents or, you know, coaches or whatever, right? And, um, and, you know, as they're walking out the door in a few minutes to head off to work, um, I believe that they're going to their mission field. They're not, there may not be a pastor. They may not be on international field. But I believe that as we spend our day every day doing what God's called us to do and leveraging our influence um, for the good of those we serve and for the glory of God, I believe that we're, all, we're on the mission field. So as we wrap up this podcast, I just want to ask you, um, from the lessons God's been teaching you, do you have any word of encouragement or any instructions or suggestions for the rest of our church family as they walk out the door uh, and hit their mission field today. I know that you and Stro always say it best, you know, love God, love people. Uh, I absolutely love God, and I get to love so many students every day. And so in any profession, um, you have the opportunity to love people um, with the words you say uh, and things you do and to truly have that unconditional love for others. Uh, another quote that I had, actually my high school history teacher, um, actually met up with him a couple weeks ago. He was in Mississippi. He has actually now moved to Mississippi, even though he was in Peru with me. Um, he said, 
uh, and let me see if I can get this right. Uh, they may not remember what you said, but they will remember how they how you made them feel. And so, regardless of what you say, even as a teacher, you know, I want my students to remember exactly what I say. I want them to remember every aspect of history. And if they don't, you know, uh, man, that hurts my heart. But no, it's about how you make them feel. Right. You know, and if you make them feel loved, you're truly making an impact in their lives. Yeah. Hey, Ben, thanks for your time. We're really proud of you. I hope that God uses you in great ways this school year. Keep making disciples at church. Continue to lead well for the Lord, men, all over the place. We'll be praying for you, and thanks for making some time for today's podcast. Thank you so much.